if you're deep in the river, swimming along in your underpants out of your depth and you get attacked by a horde of otters. Do you know what I mean? You'd be well outnumbered outgunned. Well, I believe it was, it was an otter that did bite off Terry Nutkin's fingers, so, you know, they're vicious. Welcome to the K-League Show, a show inspired by, and sometimes even about the K-League, South Korea's answer to the Premier League. And on this episode, we're focusing on some of the amazing mascots that you will see. If you don't know much about the K-League or even South Korea, then you're in good company. I'm Ant, possibly the owner of the biggest beard of any Xiongnam fan. As ever, I'm joined by the man who knows more about Korea and the Korean Football League, at least on this show, which is quite a low bar. Uh, that's Jim. Hello, I'm Jim. I'm the, the number one Pohang Steelers fan of this uh, three-person podcast. And you're sporting some nice new Pohang merchandise. Uh, yes, yes, I have my I'm proud possession of a Pohang Steelers t-shirt. Uh, which I got off the internet, off from Amazon. I shouldn't plug them. Cut that bit out. But uh, from the internet, from the internet. Yes, and it's very good. It's if very Jeff nice. Bessos wants to give us a kickback, that's fine. <laughs> and uh, making up the Holy Trinity is the man who was this week described by one listener as a Camp Robbie Savage. It's Arwen. Hello. Good evening. I think that's a bit unfair, to be honest with you. But uh, what can I do? But... Uh, yes, I'm happy to be back on the show. I'm Arwin, and I'm a staunch Gangwon fan. I've had uh, digested a whole lot of football and South Korean culture over the week, and I look forward to sharing it with people on the internet. On that note, each week we use every waking hour to seek out knowledge about our favourite new Asian sporting competition. Sometimes we sit down and chat to experts. Sometimes we spend hours reading books. We spent a lot of money getting imported, and most of the time we rinse Wikipedia. Uh, but a great source of knowledge about all things K-League might even be you. So if you want to share some knowledge with us, one way you can do that is via Twitter, just by messaging us at K-League Show. So, gentlemen, what have we learned this week? Uh, well, I try my best. I want to get to grips with the language. Um, and that's difficult because I'm not particularly good linguist. And Korean seems really hard. And uh, I can't obviously read Korean. So it's all difficult. But I've, I've, I've tried to learn two words... Uh, one, the word for soccer, and the word for ball. Oh, that's a good starting point. Yeah, okay. So, soccer is, and I apologise for any South Korean speakers listening. Chukgu, chukgu, chukgu. Soccer, and then ball is gong, gong, which is gong, but with like a more the back of the throat. Gong, gong, gong. So there you go. Gong. So I can now say soccer ball. Uh, in a Korean, I'll try and say it actually as a sentence. Chukukong. So I can say that and it would get me quite far in Korea, I'm sure. Chukukong. Mm, see, that's better already. So tell me again, chok. Chok, what's it called? Chok, chok, chukku. 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 It's soccer and gong. 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 Do you think for the next episode you could learn to say the K-League show in Korean? I'll certainly give it a go. It, it could only be a good string to my bow, couldn't it, really, in, in you know... Because, you know, Korea is a is a forward-thinking economy, one of the richest countries in the world. I could go and work there. So what did you learn this week about the K-League going? One of the things I learned this week, and it was really interesting, is that when you're born in South Korea, you're born already at one year old until you're 100 days old, and then you become two, right? What? So you, you know I, we're born... I, I, wait, 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 it's... We're born at nine here, but they're not. They're born at one. And after 100 days old, which is like a moon calendar cycle thing, they are declared two, right? 
And you may think, oh well, that's neither here nor there. But it did make me wonder regarding like under, what would that make them a hundred? How would it be different to how we do it? And how does that affect your eligibility for the, for example, under 23s Olympic team or, or whatever it is under 20? Well, the, it does does raise a lot of questions. Like, you know, so I would be effectively two years younger than I am now, or at least a year and nine months younger. Is that mm -hmm. right? Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm back in that, the thirties. That has massive implications then for just sort of things like, so you would have, if the legal age of driving, I would assume is, is similar to what it is over here, then you basically would have like children driving in Seoul. Is that, is that right? Well, I mean, it blows my mind, yeah. But uh, I read it in the Daily Mail, so I'm pretty sure it's true. <laughs> you just you just completely ruined it there. I was like, this is amazing. This is really good. And then I'm just going to hold my hand up and say, I have a, a point of question about your source material. I would like you to second source that. Please. Yeah, no, I think it's fair to make this disclaimer now that anything I say on this show should be checked by like an auditing authority and does not represent fact anywhere outside the... Uh, thing that's inside my head but i do think i'm telling the truth that much a guarantee what what i've learned this week is that the k-league has gone into overdrive and trying to find ways to fill the empty seats and bring some atmosphere into the k-league so i don't know if you saw daegu city used uh, mascots that they've got they've got like little cuddly toys you can get of their mascots and uh, they used it to arrange the shape of a heart by just turning them around and giving different colours on the seat. Some great pictures of social media on there. And San City um, used, like, uh, they got children to do self-portraits and, and, and to share good vibes. Or maybe it was the players, I'm not sure who they got, but they were nice little pictures there. And FC Seoul used sex dolls. <laughs> to, to make out a crowd. Yeah, I wasn't going to mention that, to be honest with you, but I think it's uh, interesting... Uh, definitely one of the interesting things that happened over the weekend. I think that, uh, there was some confusion and uh, that they were, you know, um, there was maybe some confusion there. But they, they've apologised, FC Seoul have apologised and they said... The official line is that they, the suppliers misled them and they didn't know and everything. But uh, someone arranged those executive mannequins, whatever they described them as, on the seats. They socially distanced them. And the ones who had certain mouth shapes had little masks over their mouths as well. So, you know, it was... How do you know all that? <laughs> oh, I, I've studied the pictures in great depth for, for the purpose of this show and nothing else. If you are interested, they are modelled on a popular Korean live streamer, BJ Chero. That's her name, BJ Chero. <laughs> and um, the, the, people figured out that they were sex dolls, not mannequins, because they had enlarged breasts and nipples. And apparently... The other parts of the doll are modelled on other parts of BJ Chero herself as well. Uh, it's caused a great deal of concern. It was mixed in amongst life-size cardboard cutouts of the team's players. So I don't know if that's a suggestion that they were maybe going to try and sign BJ. But I thought I saw Kyle Walker there as well. I don't know if he was sat on the mic. Yeah, well, he just you know that's that's only a short trip <laughs> for him, with it, given what's been going on recently. Uh, let's move on to today's topic then because we're going to talk about mascots and the amazing weird and wonderful mascots that you will find at the clubs in the k-league and if we can start with my club shongyam i can't find anywhere a name for my bloody mascot i have it 
You do? I have all the names. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Because uh-huh. I was looking and it's not readily available. And Wikipedia, obviously not necessarily the source for everything, yeah. has a mascot section of Four Song Yam and it's blank. So if anybody goes <laughs> in and listens to this and then goes and fills and updates Wikipedia, please credit Jim from the K-League show for this information. <laughs> well, according to my information I have, the uh, the name of the Songnam magpie is K-O, which is K-K-A-O-H. So I guess that's how what a magpie says. Yeah, how do you say that? Ka-how? Ka-chow? K-O. K-O. I've no idea, actually. I don't know about any of those things, but I know that in the first the first game, he spent a large portion of the game driving around the pitch in a go-kart train. <laughs> so I think he's just one of these mascots. <laughs> and if you go back to the if you go back to the highlights, you can see this little train tooling around the pitch, and that's the mascot. When you say it's a train, like so, we we don't just mean a go-kart. You mean lots of things behind it being pulled along. It's like a, it's like a go-kart. It's like five go-karts in a row, all, all connected. See, I like that. It's a little more personality and character than just waving and clapping and doing selfies. But from what I can tell, they they do seem to really take the mascots quite seriously over there, don't they? They also choose every season uh, a captain of the mascots. And they look at all the mascots and they vote one of them a captain. Uh, And the captain this year is Sue on Blue Wings, uh, Aguillon, who's the uh, blue wing, I guess, a type of bird. And he's the captain. Right, whoa, 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 whoa. This this suggests that they have a team where the mascots yeah, play. Yeah, that's the ne- I don't... Yeah, absolutely. I'd like to think they do. I don't know if that's the case, but I hope they do, and I hope they play the MVPs at the end of the season. That would be that would be what my dream would be. Can you imagine going in for a tackle against one of them, just bounce off? <laughs> so we, we've got my mascot in for Song uh, Yam. I'm really dedicated there, aren't I? My mascot in, we've got the captain of all the mascots, between us, who is the best mascot? Just in terms of when you look at it and you go, "Wow, that's amazing! That's the best looking one. That looks like the most fun." Who who stands out? Who stands out for you? I've got I've got a soft spot for the Daegu porcupine. Um, he's because he's a ridiculous mascot. It's massive and fat, and doesn't really have anything to do with sports or football. Um, but it's I don't know. It's it looks seems marketable. I'd I'd buy that if I was going to buy a toy of one. That's the one I'd buy. Uh, and then he his name's Rika. There's two. There's Rika and Victo. Victo's a little orange guy that they also have. Who I don't. Hang on, wait, wait, wait. wait. They, they, they've got two mascots. They've got two, and there's a couple of teams with multiple mascots. But Daegu have the official one, who's the Rika porcupine, and then this other one who I don't know what he is. He's in the promotional material, but he's kind of like a mischievous kind of character. Is that like a home and away thing? Owen, do you know? I think I know something about this, right? This is one of those... This is why I love it, yeah? But it's basically... I have a suspicion from putting, like, one and two together and making 12 that that guy, the other guy who's not a porcupine... What's his name? Uh, Victo. Yeah, Victo's the non-porcupine. Victo. I think he might be an angel. I might have made this... I probably haven't made this up, but I think he might be an angel because... (laughs) um, I have a feeling that Daegu is something got to do with, I think it's called like the City of Angel. Right, okay. Or something like that. Daegu is. Because their they're, they're emblem's like a kind of, some some kind of thing that looks a little bit like him. It's like an orange thing. I don't know what it is, but, so maybe that, yeah, the backstory. I, I don't know. Like, I noticed it was like, I think I read something on Wikipedia or something in the world that I've been researching. It said Daegu, City of Angel. I'm sure it said that. And so 
And then I saw the other right. mascot, and I was like, oh, well, maybe he's an angel. Because he'd look in, in my mind, if I could imagine what an angel would look like in a cartoon kind of Daegu world, I thought it might be that. So I don't know. Another team with multiple mascots is uh, Sanju Sangmu, the army team. They're, so they're the army team. They're called the Firebirds. That's their nickname. Now, this is the team we talked about on the last show because they're the team that, that are being relegated. Yeah, that's it. Their mascots are nothing to do with any of those things. They're not to do the army. They're not Firebirds. They're these three weird characters who look like rejects from like a BBC children's programme. I don't know what their names are. They don't seem to have names. Um, and I can't get to the bottom of what they are or who they are. Again, this is what this is where you could come in helpful at K League Show on social media if you've got any information you want to share with that or any links or anything you want to uh, bring in. If and but hey, you never know, we'll we'll bring you on the show to tell us all about it. People know I'm, I'm telling you, but from Twitter the last couple of weeks, I'm amazed that like the the fan base, like the talk about that enthusiasm for the K League is actually like awesome, especially like from the sort of English speaking contingent which is the one that i can mostly get my head around but people know about k-league it's only us that don't know about yeah. it actually i think this is what we're finding out is it there's something really compulsive about the k-league there's something that's quite it's really interesting it's very different to what we're used to i think that's what i think other people have found this out before and we're just obviously on that journey now i mean is it something that we're just looking at these and we're getting, the grass is green and we're going oh my god these mascots are so much cooler or and and it's the case that the, the the Korean fans are there going, oh my god, these mascots are so embarrassing. Or are they genuinely so much better? Do they have more personality? Do they have better characters? What, what's the difference about them? I wonder whether um, it's because in in Korea, it's that the the clubs all seem linked in some way to corporations who have PR and marketing experts on board. Whereas I think in England, it's often the case. Um, it's still secondary, isn't it? So, so it's like an afterthought. Oh, the kids will like this guy in a suit. Um, so, I wonder if it's something to do with that that they're kind of more used to kind of creating characters who are a bit more interesting, or maybe it's, I don't know, it's just a cultural thing about uh, kind of Asian culture, uh, modern culture. Um, it kind of fits in with that kind of um, South Southern Asian kind of anime kind of thing, doesn't it? I, I don't know. So, um, and certainly in England, it's 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 quite often kind of quite half-hearted, isn't it? Let's have a look at your team, Arwen, Gangwon. What can you tell me about their mascot? Okay, well, the thing is with the um, the Gangwon mascot, is like I haven't really noticed one, to be honest with you. It doesn't seem to be... <laughs> there's like a... I don't know if Jim knows, but it's not seems to be... It's one of the ironic things about the whole... <laughs> does he even have a mascot? I don't think he does. They don't have a mascot. Of course I know. Of course I know. They do have a mascot. <laughs> Gangwon are called the Bears. That's their uh, nickname. Ah, the and Bears. They yeah. have a bear as their mascot, and it's it's probably the poorest mascot. It's it's like a European style man in a bear suit, but he's called Gangwoongi. Gangwoongi. That's what I want. Yeah. Gangwoongi. Yeah. And what is good actually, I think that the the little suit is isn't the suit's not very good. It's just like a you know a guy in a suit. But there's some quite cool kind of little animation they've done of Gangwoongi. He's like plays football and he's really. Like good at it and stuff, so you know. Is that the worst mascot in the K League? I actually don't think that as that is the worst mascot because because I've got a personal hatred for um, mascots that are kind of human, but they're they're not human. Um, I don't know. If you, did you ever see the Grimsby mascot? It was like a some kind of weird, looked like a 
Within your fish? Sexual predator. Well, I think he was, but at one point <laughs> they had some... That's some fisherman or something. It's like they had youngs on his T-shirt. <laughs> yeah, it's just dreadful. He used to say, scare the kids every day. Is, is this just because of a personal thing, you know, the way like some people are frightened of clowns <laughs> or like, some people are frightened of spiders? When I was very young, I went to a birthday party in Milton Keynes in the Wimpy, and I was about seven or something, and Wimpy stood on my foot. So I think that's probably where it comes from. For anybody that's... That, you know, not a, a UK resident of the 80s. Uh, just explain to them what or who Wimpy was. Yeah, Wimpy was the UK version of McDonald's, where basically... Not was, is. is, it, is. Yeah, it still exists in a Wimpy's, li- listen, limited places. Wimpy's, listen, places. So basically, if you ever wanted to eat a hamburger with a knife and fork and have a cup of tea, that's what Wimpy was. <laughs> <laughs> not many people I did, love it turns out. So <laughs> and a steam bomb. Steam, com- you know, Cumberland Ring, just... Cumberland Ring with chips. Oh, yes. Listen, I love Wimpy. Wimpy was a character. I mean, I'm not quite sure what the, the details are about him, but he looked a bit like, do they call them beef eaters? Like the guards of the crown jewels. Yeah, beef yeah. eater. I think he was a beef eater. Yeah. I think he's why I don't like human representations in mascot form. But yeah, so, so Busan have got a knight called Dukdi. I've seen him. Who's like a, like a European knight, and I don't know why. Knights are quite cool, though. I'm, I'm drawn to that. If you're saying like it's dragons, Dungeons and Dragons, yeah. It is, yeah. He's right up there with best mascot, to be honest, in my opinion. But So so he's bad, but then, unfortunately, my team, Pohan, I don't, they, they basically, they, they've got um, these two characters, uh, and they're Sudoli and Susuni, Su- so I apologise for the pronunciation. No, don't apologise. Like, Embrace it. Say it confidently. <laughs> just the, because people listening to this that know know anything about the K League will go and quote you and and confidently say. And so, what we want we want to be a place where we give people knowledge, not questions. So just 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 go forward, and we will take that as the way to say it. <laughs> well, they're they're like a Mega Man and wife pairing. Mega Man and wife. Yeah. They're awesome as well. They're kind of cool, but I mean, you know, they've got the Poang have got a strong brand, the Steelers. Have something to do with that. Have a steel worker. I hear what you're saying. Maybe they ride the horses. <laughs> have the woman from Flashdance. Do, do something. I, you know, I, <laughs> you, I mean, you're a tough, you're a tough man, BE, I think. I think you're strong mascots there. Have, been, have a bit uh, of fucking yeah, pride yeah, in the I, club. I mean, they're good, they're good for what they are, but um, they're better than the Busan one, but I'm not, not sure. I, I like an animal. Better than Busan. I don't think I've done it about that, but they're up there. So those are some of the ones you really don't like. Are there any other mascots in the league that we haven't mentioned that you really, really like? I have to say that <clears throat> I quite fancy the mascot of uh, Guangzhou FC to do that because I'm pretty sure he's a griffin, isn't he? Isn't that right? Yeah, actually there's two. Yeah. Again, I've, I've only seen the one, like you, uh, but apparently there's, yeah. there's a pair. They're a married pair. They're married? Uh, oh, right. I think so, yeah. They're both griffins. Uh, I, I, I can't read my writing, so... It's like the liver birds, maybe. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Maybe it's Liverpool vibes. But yeah, the Griffin, you know, and, and uh, you know, my local pub where I grew up in North Wales was called the Griffin, so I've always been drawn to them. And they're not doing very... It's just your new team. Griffin, you know what? I have spent some time with the Canaries. <laughs> and I do love the Guangzhou. I think they're playing yellow, but, don't they? If you, if you Google Guangzhou, you get images of otters. As a mascot. Oh, really? Which is which is which is kind of like if I'm playing Dungeons and Dragons and I come up against a griffin, I'm backing out of the room. If I come into Dungeons and Dragons and there's an otter in the room, right? I'm just sitting down and cracking a bear open because I can take care of that in a minute. Well, that depends where you're stood when that happens. What if you're deep in the <laughs> river, swimming along in your underpants, out of your depth, and you get attacked by a horde of otters? 
Do you know what I mean? You'd be well outnumbered, outgunned. Sure, if you're at home and they start trying to come in through the letterbox, you're at an advantage. But if you're wild swimming through like open lakes, you're a you're a target, mate. Don't be so confident. Well, I believe it was it was an otter that did bite off Terry Nutkin's fingers. So you know they're vicious. Exactly, and that was just one otter. Imagine what a, a man-sized otter. A man-sized yeah. otter, Jim. Jesus. Imagine that. A small man. Take your head off. I think where I've gone wrong there with with some uh, updated last minute uh, research is they had the World Swimming Championships in Guangzhou in 2019, and that's why that came up as their mascot. So, but still, I think this raises an important question. I think I was going to say, in terms of mascots, w- w- there is a couple that are kind of very resonant for Korean uh, mythology and culture. Um, there's the the tiger Ulsan. I mean, the, the tiger. In this uh, Seoul Olympics, the, they had a tiger mascot um, who represented the Korean people. There were there were tigers throughout Korea up until the uh, early kind of twentieth century, um, and then there's the phoenix. John Book of Phoenix. That's a royal, traditionally a royal um, emblem, uh, and linked to dragons as well in Korean mythology. So they're they're probably two cool ones. And there's a crane in China. Have a crane. Apparently, cranes are very kind of big in. Uh, it's kind of lucky things in Korea. Incheon have got a very good airport, apparently, so maybe... <laughs> best airport in South Korea, mate. International, yeah, yeah absolutely. Get on the Incheon to Jeju, I'll see you later. The most corporate <laughs> mascot ever. Here's our airport. <laughs> oh, come on, kids. Yeah, buy the plushie. Hey, it's got, like, saunas, and it's got free showers. It serves, um, it serves a lot of people. It serves more people than all the British airports combined, apart from Heathrow or Gatwick, which is basically not the important ones. At least said he didn't learn anything this week. <laughs> <laughs> now, do, do they have any competitions between them? Because we did have a thing in the Premier League recently where they had who is the fastest mascot, and they, they had a race where they run along all in full gear, and visually that's a great thing know. to watch. I don't know. That, that's something you're going to have to find out. I tell you what, wouldn't you wouldn't you want to see uh, like a mascot playoff where we got all the, where somebody got all the mascots of all the teams and the, they put them together? And it's just like simple stuff, like penalty shootout, you know, in keepy ups, like the usual sort of like a, in a sort of Sky TV style mini series, like battle for the best mascot, just generally. No, I think so. Yeah, no, I, I would like to see that. Yeah, absolutely. That's it for this episode of the K-League show. Uh, We've learned a little bit about the mascots and we've also had a fair bit of 80s nostalgia thrown in as well. As ever, please get in touch with us on social media at K-League show or drop us an email, kleagueshow at gmail.com. We're all noobs and uh, we're trying to learn if you've got something to add to the conversation, please let us know. There's links to our Facebook group as well in the notes. If you want to get the next episode first and for free, all you've got to do is hit that subscribe button just leaves me to say thanks for listening remember to subscribe but for now uh, it's thanks from me Ant and from Arwen thank you and Jim thank you and there you go <laughs> <laughs>